Lord, you call us to holiness, and we have come here to worship, to pray. Your word tells us this is not enough. You command us not to hate our brother, not to hold grudge against our sister, and to love our neighbor even as ourselves. Our prayer to you is a cry for help. Give us the strength and willingness to live this way. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to all the congregations of children of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall reprove your neighbors, or will you incur guilt yourself? You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, do you know that that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Do not deceive yourself. If you think that you are wise in this age, You should become fools so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. So let no one boast about human beings, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or the present, or the future. All belong to you. And you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to the one who is evil. When someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, Go the two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? 
Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. You know, today's gospel, we've been listening to Sermon on the Mount for these past weekends, three weekends, and today's gospel is the continuation of St. Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. And today, Jesus gives us a roadmap outlining how we are to live out our lives as his followers. Love your enemies. Do good for those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you and forgive. This is a journey of faith on which we find ourselves day to day. But let's face it, today's gospel, this is one of the most difficult teachings that we have received from Jesus on the practical way of living out our faith. When we examine our own relationships, both with God and with our neighbor, we certainly realize how difficult it is for us to imitate the love of Jesus and then put it into practice. Our love is imperfect, and often our love is conditional. We only love those whom we like or those who earn our love by pleasing us. Does that really sound like we're forgiving our enemies and loving our enemies? Or do we prefer ourselves an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth? Is that the way we want to be treated? Or is that the way we're supposed to treat others? One day, a truck driver who was on a long trip stopped at a restaurant and had dinner. He ordered a steak. He was about to start eating, but before he could eat, in walked a motorcycle gang with dirty leather jackets and long, unkept hair. They took the man's steak and cut it into six pieces, and it ate it all. The truck driver said nothing. He simply got up, went to the counter, paid his bill, and walked out. One of the gang members said, That man couldn't even talk. He didn't say a word to us. And another one said, well, he couldn't fight either. He didn't even lift a hand for his steak. And shortly after, a waiter hearing all of this added, I would say also that he couldn't drive. On his way out of the parking lot, he ran over six motorcycles, crushing them all. Something in this story... We love, don't we? Because we have the human nature of retaliation, our human nature of getting even, don't we? An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Take a moment to reflect on your own life. Consider all the people who have hurt you, those who have lied to you, those who have gossiped about you, or judged you, or mocked you, or bullied you. The person whose name you'd rather forget who wounded you or disrespected you or took advantage of you or even abused you. Now imagine doing what Jesus is asking us today in our gospel, to love our enemies and to forgive them. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus prescribes a forgiving love. Even limited vengeance has no place for Jesus. He condemns even the mild form of retaliation when he said, You have heard that it was said, 
an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to the one who is evil. Also in his teaching about love, Jesus says, You have heard that when it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. There were two friends walking in the desert, and during some point of the journey, they had an argument. And one friend slapped the other in the face. The one who got slapped was hurt. But without saying anything, he wrote in the sand, Today my best friend slapped me in the face. They kept on walking until they found an oasis where they decided to take a bath. The one who had been slapped got stuck in the mud and started drowning. But his friend pulled him out and saved him. After he recovered from the near drowning, he wrote on a stone, Today my best friend saved my life. The friend who had been slapped and saved his best friend asked, After I hurt you, you wrote in the sand, and now after I saved you, you write on a stone. Why do you do that? And the friend replied, When someone hurts us, we should write it down in sand, where the winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it in stone, where no wind can ever erase it. When we live like God forgives and loves, then we truly can forgive and love those who trespass against us. We truly can love our neighbors as ourselves, and we truly can forgive our enemies. So how and where do we start? How can we go deeper in following Christ's example of generosity and self-forgetful love? I think we need to start in our home. We have to learn to go the extra mile by doing a little more of our share of the chores and not looking for any rewards. We have to learn to turn the other cheek by being the first one to say, I'm sorry, even if the fault is not totally with us. We have to learn to give over our cloak by giving our family members the benefit of the doubt excusing them from their shortcomings as easily as we excuse ourselves. This is where true Christian virtue begins, at home, with those who are closest to us, those whom we know so well and who know us so well, those who rub us the wrong way and the most often. If we can learn to be self-forgetful with them, doing so with others will become much easier. The pastor's Sunday sermon was, Forgive Your Enemies. And toward the end of the service, he asked his congregation, How many of you have forgiven your enemies? I don't think I want to ask that here today. But about half of them held up their hands. He then repeated the question a little louder. And about this time, 80% of his congregation held up their hands. Frustrated, he repeated his question once again, and all responded, except one little old lady in the back row. Mrs. Jones inquired the pastor, Are you not willing to forgive your enemies? Smiling sweetly, she replied, Pastor, I don't have any. Mrs. Jones, that's pretty unusual, said the pastor. How old are you? Ninety-three, she replied. 
Oh, Mrs. Jones, what a blessing you are for all of us. Would you please come down in front of our congregation and share with us how a person can live for 93 years and, and not have an enemy in the world? The little sweetheart of a lady tottered down the aisle, faced a congregation and said, Pastor, it was very easy. I simply outlived them all. Unlike Mrs. Jones in our story, we do not have to wait to outlive our enemies, the love without limits, to return good for evil, and to pray for our enemies. I ask you to reflect today upon those whom you struggle to love to perfection. As you call them to mind, pray for them, pray for their good, and pray to God for God's blessings upon them. Try to see some goodness in them. Try to thank God for them. And try to remove any bad feelings or thoughts you might have about them. We can do it this very day within the four walls of our home, our work, or our school. In those tiny moments when our heart forgives and forgets. We need to be moved by the thought of Jesus crucified dying on the cross, even for his enemies, when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. We too can do this very same thing when we say, Father, forgive us our trespasses. Forgive those who trespass against us. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.